We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Australia will reopen its borders to international tourists, kick-starting the return of billions of dollars to the economy. Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced yesterday the international border will open to all fully vaccinated travellers from February 21, ending almost two years of fortress Australia amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr Morrison said all international tourists must be double vaccinated to enter Australia. Tourism and business groups have welcomed the reopening, with Premier Dominic Perrottet saying, Tourists' dreams of visiting famous Sydney landmarks can finally come true again. And to read more of the story, you can with a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app. Business leaders are urging the federal government to lift the ban on international cruises that ferry millions of tourists into Sydney every year, with international borders set to reopen in a fortnight. A government decision is expected on February 17. And it's not just cruise workers who are relying on the industry's revival. Businesses in Sydney's CBD need the tourist dollar. The Fortune of War pub in the Rocks was forced to close its 30-room Russell Hotel after the cruise ship ban was introduced. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. An emotional Justin Langer spoke to Cricket Australia staff via Zoom on Monday to explain why he was leaving, but the players remained silent since his resignation on Saturday. Manus Labuschagne was set to face the media yesterday to talk about the restart of the Sheffield Shield Wednesday, but that was cancelled, with officials claiming the press conference was called off because of a scheduling problem. It means Usman Kawaja will be the first sent out to talk since Langer's resignation, followed by one-day captain Aaron Finch later in the week. And to NRL, Canberra Raiders chief John Ferner has hit out at some Sydney NRL clubs for allowing wannabe gangsters to run wild at junior representative football. Ferner now wants the issue tackled at the next NRL chief executives conference. Ferner's comments come after another ugly weekend of alleged violence, marring the opening round of the under-17s Harold Matthews Cup competition. The incident, being investigated by the New South Wales Rugby League, alleges a manly under-17s player jumped the fence post-match and bashed a Canberra spectator at the Raiders' Belconnen facility. That's your headlines. For breaking news and updates throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and we'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.